Well, I'm back, family. This is your humble host, D.D. Glad to be uh, back at the show. Took a week off just because I wanted to relax and been thinking of some topics. But, hey, we're about to turn it up now for the next, what, when is the next uh, uh, Christmas? I'm trying to think of the next holiday. But, anyway, family, we're back. We're about to get back to business. We're about to get you guys back right. We're about to definitely develop I mean, deliver that work that you guys are used to from here at the show. We will be increasing the uh, production of the show. So, you know, just testing out some things. So I'll be looking forward to your feedback. But with no further ado, let's get into what today's show is entitled. Today's episode is entitled Upsetting the Natural Order. Upsetting the Natural Order. Three impact secret value points that I, I hope and I know that you will get out of today's show will be the biggest risk in life is not taking taking a chance. Building mental toughness or what I like to refer to is what David Goggins, Goggins talks about in callousing the mind. And then point three is calculated risk. What are they? What are calculated risks? So I want you guys to be more abreast of understanding what a calculated risk is. We hear that 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 term, that terminology put out there a lot of times. So family, you know, as I was researching this this episode, as I always do on, on all my episodes, I always sometimes I'll fall into a trap, as you guys probably are full aware of it, that you just start clicking on a lot of different things that are not related to your topic, but it gives you some further insight into where you're going. You see, this this is a topic that I could probably talk over and over again in my sleep and not lose one and, and, and be able to articulate it well enough in which it captures your attention because when you think about upsetting the natural order, you can think of so many different things. And what came to my mind when I thought about this was the Le- LeBron James, the decision. When I when I think about that, this title, I also think about Amazon, how they disrupted the industry as we know it today in LeBron James, as well as disrupting the way we perceive athletes in today's genre. Let's look at both of those stories, though. Let's look at the LeBron James story first. I'm biased because I love basketball, but also love business. But let's look at it. See, the players did not have the power that they today are known for or do have. Because as of before, we we talked about this in a previous episode, family, where we talked about some of our pioneers that came before you know, like the big O, Oscar Robertson um, taking a stand. Uh, there was another, I think it's, I forgot his name, Spencer or whatever, but that's not what we're here. We're talking about how LeBron changed the dynamics of basketball. And when you're, 
Well, you're, I'm reading this book right now and I'm looking for it. Oh, doggone it. I, I can't, it's too far away for me to, to not to go after it and tell you guys, because I think you guys need to hear this because I ran into the book because I was actually, as you can tell, I'm on the move. Uh, the Peacock and the Land of Pink and Penguins, the Peacock in the Land of Penguins. And I'm reading this book, family. And how I came about this book is in my bookshelf. And how I came about this book is because normally every day I do a 15 minutes, well, Monday through Friday. We're increasing it to this weekend as well. But because uh, I'm fresh off of the break, excuse me, off the break. So anyway, uh, when I would read the uh, Peacock, I mean, I started reading the Peacock in the Land of Penguins book. Um, it's, it's one of those books where you're surprised how a basic story can illuminate a situation. Let me expand and how this all ties in. See, the foundation of the Peacock in the land of penguins is more or less of, of saying of how maybe not you, but maybe you've heard of it, but it's probably really you, but you don't want to admit to it where someone may bring you into the fold or bring you into a new company, let's say. And they say prior to hiring you, they tell you what they're looking for with regards to we're looking for a fresh new set of eyes and a new talent to help change the dogma or less, 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 less correct that the lack of concern about where the organization is. So we're bringing it. We want to bring in new people and we think you're one of those new one of those new people or a new person to come in and help shift the dichotomy of the actual organization by shifting the organization and and shifting it towards more of a well-balanced or more of well-organized organization. Now you're thinking to yourself, how is one person going to create this shift? And this is kind of sort of how the peacock in the land of penguins kind of really starts off and then it starts involving other people. And that's kind of what LeBron J uh, James did in a sense. And that's and that's sort of similar of what Jeff, Jeff Bezos did. See, when you're in a, a situation where you are standing out, even if you're not trying to, and you're standing out and you're bringing, you know, good ideas and, and bringing you know, good, great information or, and you're changing how things, you know, were done, you create it. it, it it's, it's so funny because I've seen it happen personally. On one hand, you create those people that were like, I knew you could do it. I've been waiting for you to do it. And and, you know, hey, I'm so glad that, you know, we decided to go in this different direction. And then you have this group of people over here that you know, it's easier just to classify them as haters, but that's too easy. And we're we think broader and deeper than that here at the Impact Secret podcast show. So because of that, we are not going to call them haters. We're going to call them people who allowed their fears or their faults, their their, their false belief to get in the way of their destination. 
You see this quote I like it and I haven't found the the uh, person that quoted this. I would love to to give them credit, but they said we don't know what we like. We like what we know. <laughs> Let me slow that down. It said we don't know what we like. We like what we know. And that's why I said in this title upsetting the natural order is because of the fact of when you upset the natural order, how things were normally uh, been done or are being done. People like I said, there's two groups of people. We're not calling these haters. We're just calling them individuals that have wanted to force their their false beliefs on us or people that didn't have the courage or the faith. And sometimes I, I, I kind of hesitate there by saying they didn't have the courage or the faith to, to, to make the necessary jump. Because, you know, the more that I read and just study my, my own life it's never been about the courage of uh, uh, of not doing it. It's been it's been that you want something to work so bad that you start bargaining with life in a sense of saying, well, if this works, I mean, if this doesn't work, I'm not going to do something else again. I'm not going to take another risk. And that's just not a fair assessment of life because it may be something that you do that doesn't work, but it does lead to something else that does work for you and that you get excited about and that you want to you know, talk about. Because the biggest thing that you can do in life is not take a calculated risk. Now, let's talk about what a calculated risk is. According to Merriman Webster, calculated risk is a hazard or change or chance of failure whose degree of probability has been reckoned or estimated before some undertaking it's entered upon. Okay, we're going to read that again. According to Merriman Webster, is a hazard or chance of failure whose degree of probability has been reckoned or estimated before some undertaking is entered upon. And see, that's a lot of times, family, we, 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 let's, let's unpack this calculated risk because when someone says, you know, I'm going to take a calculated risk and, and, you know, from time to time, be like, what does that mean? Are you just saying it because it's a cute buzzword or, or, or do you know what that means? And a lot of times, family, you'll be surprised that a lot of people really can't articulate to you what a calculated risk is. They'll say something. Well, yeah, you know, well, calculated risk is, is that I've, um, I looked at everything. I did an assessment and I believe that this is the best path to go based on the information I have. That sounds like a good calculated risk. I, I can agree with that to a certain extent, because what if you don't have all the data points? Is it still considered calculated risk? And so that's that's why I want when you know when you when you start using these buzzwords you got to understand the context or the the text behind what is actually being said and just not saying something because it sounds cute uh, or it sounds you know something that makes you sound intelligent and and long story short it should be something that you understand so calculated risk i just read you the definition is a hazard or chance of failure whose degree or probability has been reckoned reckoned or estimated before some undertaking is entered upon. So really what calculated risk is, is basically you're going to, you're taking a risk with 
uh, estimation that you believe this risk that this risk will pay off or it won't pay off based on again these data points so a lot of times the risk that we take we put ourselves in a box because of the fact of we're basing it off of previous risks that we've taken and it has not worked in our favor and it's like why am i going to continue to do this and going back to the lebron story of when he did the decision I still to this day, and I know we've had, you know, we talked about this in the show a little bit, but I still can't understand how you can hate a man or one man from leaving one job to go to another job or, or in this case, play for another team when If you left one of your, if you left a job and went to another job, nobody would be burning your jerseys or <laughs> destroying any of anything with your name on it. They'd just be like, "Oh, okay. Well, well, thank you, thank you for your your work, and sorry we couldn't keep you on. We would love to. Is there anything we can do? Or no, we just just decided to take my my talents to this company. Because the reason why you leave one, a lot of people would think, and I, I won't go down this rabbit hole, we'll just touch on it. A lot of people think that you leave an organization because of finances or the monetary value. Yeah, that's that could be true. But a lot of times, if you, it, it, you may not be able to make maybe a thousand or two over you know, what your asking price is and you're still comfortable with that and you're, you're comfortable and it's easier because you would say, well, why not just stay in that comfort situation where you already know what you're dealing with or the whole cliche of it's better to deal with the, you know, the known devil than the unknown devil. And to me, again, I, I still think the the unknown devil, as you put it, is something that you won't know until you introduce yourself. And your hard work. So that that requires building a mental toughness, a mental toughness that you are going to go through something. So either decision, you know, I like what someone has said, say either decision you choose, you're right. And you're like, well, why are you right? You're right because of the fact of that. You know that going into this decision or going into that other decision, there's a risk. That's where you're right at. Something is going to happen, whether good or bad, something is going to happen. And you have to be willing to to create a mentality of stepping away from the what if mentality. Oh, my God, that what if mentality. Well, what if this happens? Well, what if what if this happens? I don't want to do that because what if this happens? And you're like, when I encounter those people, I some I sometimes get in trouble. You understand, family, how hard it is when you have a conversation with me because there's so many thoughts that goes through my mind of when somebody tells me or leverage that that would up that's a buzz like one of those buzzwords that get me I, I i have to sit there and just start breaking you down in a way to 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 build you back up because i just i don't do the what if well what if what if this happens and you're like so you don't find every reason of why something won't work. Well, tell me what happens if it does work. And you just sit there and wait for them. And the shock in their face was like, what? 
I want to focus on the problem. I want to focus on tell you why I don't believe that I can do this. Why all these things? And you're like, aha. See, you're afraid to upset what you've been the natural order of things, the, the natural way of going about things. You know the natural way. Well, you graduate high school, you graduate college, you go and get a degree, you go. These are the natural ways. But as you can see in these days of time, people are making money of playing a video game that they would have played for free. So when you tell me that, you know, when you when someone says, well, you know, I should start a, a, a podcast show, but, you know, I don't I don't have any audience. So do you think that the people that started the podcast show originally when or when I started that I had an audience and I had people listening? No. So that what if mentality is something that we have to be cognizant of. We can't fall victim to it, family, because if we fall victim to it, we won't never disrupt you know we're disruptors over here we're not someone that we're trying to fit in it's like i told you you need to read that book of the peacock peacock in the land of penguins because just imagine a peacock surrounded by penguins just the image alone you like yeah these this is not a fit just being there and and so that's what I want you guys to understand is, family, when you are starting your entrepreneur journey, whether you're starting a new relationship, a new, whatever a relationship, whether business, personal or whatever, understand that a lot of those what if mentalities we have to, to put on the back burner. We have to put on the back burner the fear of success because that's another thing see there's so many books on personal development of 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 growing yourself mentally to get to that next level but what happens when you get there what happens when you have a successful podcast show or you have a successful youtube show and you're you're bringing in the goal that you set on your card or your vision board what now? Where do you where do you go from there? You know, that 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 fear of success. So you don't really go as hard as you could go because, of, man, what if what if I turn out to be really great at this? And I've been doing it for about you know a year or so. And I'm getting a lot of success for how do I maintain that? I'm glad you asked is basically doing what you did to get there and finding ways to increase your value even more. I was reading this article and it was talking about the, the this these set of players and they asked this be set this group of players they said so what what do you think makes you guys successful and they said well we believe we we've had successes because our willingness to put everything on the line our willingness to give everything that we have. Now, family, we've heard this many of times of how people say he or she has left everything out there on the line, but we've never clarified what does that mean? You see, I'm here at the Impact Secret Podcast show. You know, we we challenge the status quo. We challenge not to challenge them to say that we're smarter, not to challenge to 
to come across as someone that doesn't have a passion for people. It's because we are, when you are changing your life and you're getting introduced to information, the same information that you once heard may not align of where you're going. And so when you hear someone say they put everything on the line, you add, now you start asking questions. Well, what does that mean? Because that can mean different things to different folks. That can mean getting up early in the morning when they could be sleeping in. That could mean, you know, taking extra money that they would normally take and go, you know, buy video games or or consoles or sneakers or clothes that said, nope, I'm creating a, I'm creating an LLC or I am creating an S Corp or I am, you know, creating a product or service. So putting it all on on a line uh, family is is more or less of saying that you are willing to do what is required to be the greatest version of yourself. So you're doing you're willing to do what is required to be the greatest version of yourself. My last two points, family, and I, like I said, this wasn't going to be a long one as the first show back. I didn't want it to make it long, but I wanted to make it strong. And one of the, the last two points in closing is being perfection. I mean, creating a being perfect and, and waiting to launch your product or service. And I talk about this a lot because sometimes I'm guilty of it as myself, is that we'll get in a, we'll get caught up in looking at what other people are doing as far as let's say they have a similar product and or brand to what we're creating and we wait to launch because we're waiting to get we're waiting it to be somewhat similar to theirs or even better to because we we're assuming that we're going to have a better success because our 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 website is better our um our actual um, packaging and everything is, I mean, it's just, it's superb. But let me tell you what happens during this process, family. You never execute. And when you don't execute, then the person that just threw up a lazy website that's through, but, but has everything in progress and, 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 and is turning orders is understanding what their customer wants. Because again, the customer is always going to dictate what he or she wants. So it doesn't, I mean, yeah, Steve Jobs may have introduced the iPod where you can hold a whole bunch of different songs on this, on a, um, on this digital device. However, the customer still had to be the one to purchase it. So that's why I'm telling you, family, make sure that you're not trying to be perfect on your launches, trying to be perfect. on. Of course, you want to do everything you possibly can do to make sure that the product and or service that you're building is one of the best. But what you have to keep in mind, too, that there's going to be an, an area of shortcoming because of the fact the audience that you're marketing to may say, hey, you know what? You do that so well. We want, really want this product over here. So that will help you be able to create your next product. So family, go ahead and push your products out there. Get some feedback. See where you need to make some tweaks and see where you need to, to get better at. 
And the last and final one, you know, here, if you ever want anything in life, it just seems that from what I've been studying from the greats, you have to be uncomfortable. You have to be you have to have that feeling on, of just being so uncomfortable about chasing your dreams. You have to question is, is this really for you? See, what I started doing, family, and I'm sharing this with you, is that I started listening and watching a lot of biographical uh, films, whether it was on, you know, uh, history, sports, uh, literature. Like, I just started because a lot of times a biograph can tell <laughs> A biograph can tell you biography. I don't know why I say biograph. A biography can tell you a lot about a person's mindset, about what they, what was they thinking when they were, you know, going through that, you know, through that dip in life that, you know, that dip in life where you feel like you just fell, like you just feel like giving up and then you emerge up sort of like the rise of a phoenix in a sense. But. You want to learn what they're thinking, because if you can take that attitude and, you know, apply it for yourself, there's a lot of things you will be able to navigate through because you're like, well, if he did it, well, I can do it. It's just like what they talk about when the guy brought the the uh, the six minute mile. Well, hey, we seen him do it. So why can't we do it? So family in closing. Again, this was supposed to be a I wanted you guys to understand upsetting the natural order because when you want to go somewhere in life, you're going to have to make a tough decision on upsetting the way things were done just because they were done that way. Oh, I know I said I was going to stop, but that's my last point. I promise I'll try. One thing that is it, <laughs> two things that, that 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 really just gets my juices going. One of them I kind of shared with you is is about the whole what if mentality well what if this would happen so basically regrets and then the other one is this statement here well this is how we've always done it okay so does it mean this because you always done it that way is that the correct way to do it well no that i mean exactly so that that right there, that sentence, that phrase, whatever you want to label it, it just gets me because I'm like, just because you guys already you already did that, that doesn't mean that you can't change, you can't shift, you can't you know rebuild or redo, still keeping some of the 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 principles, but going along with the the actual times. Do you believe right now in this day and age that you don't need a cell phone? It depends on what what type of line of business you're in. But it's still, I still think that I shouldn't even use cell phone. I should say smartphone. Is it is it still worth having a smartphone versus would you rather go back and just have the the house phone and not a cell phone? And a lot of people would agree because they're like, hey, you know, I can't. Get, I'm always getting buzzed and beeped about this. And then some people would say, no, I wouldn't. I, I mean, will say yes. You know, I would. I don't know if I could make it without my cell phone. So I'm saying all this to say this family is don't be afraid of disrupting the order in which the natural so-called natural order, because you got to keep in mind that 
that so-called natural order was built there by someone that thought this is how it should be and and probably change what was currently there. So you have to always be an agent of change, a person that are not nervous about the challenges of life, of stepping out and, and taking a risk on something that you truly believe in. And that's the key. I mean, because a lot of times you'll, you know, what people will say is say when it comes to calculated risk, like, hey, should I leave that job that I'm working or should I still continue to work my side hustle or whatever? I said, you know, I, I really couldn't tell you that I can I can give it to you from both standpoints. Here's the information. But I, and I'm going to need you to make a decision because some people will tell you, oh, yeah, just quit your job and and go be, you know, an entrepreneur. But what if you don't know what you want to sell? What if you don't know what even entrepreneurship is or and are you going to enjoy it? So that's why I think it's important of creating side hustles to, to, to give you little test experience to see if you like it. Anyway, family, that has been my my time. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Um, supposed to have been 10 minutes. So that if that tells you anything. But <laughs> until next time, family, I am your humble host, E.D. I mean, we skipped over the main intro and everything because I really wanted to get this topic out to you guys. So if it's something that you liked, uh, please let me know. Again, text me two five one two. I mean two five one three two five 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 seven six. Again two five one three two five 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 seven six. I'm your humble host, D, and I'm out. <laughs>